Reading from the Madhulila, chapter 8, text 259. Get me some, like, uh, those napkins. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Abhagya. It's actually two, wait, wait. It's 258. Arasagya kakakushe kananimba pali. Rasagya kokila kaya. Premaramukali. Ramananda Roy continued. Could you? Feet. Get a, 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 a get one of those mats where you can put your feet down on the mat. Okay. Ramananda Roy continued: Those who are devoid of all transcendental mellows are like the crows that suck the juice from the bitter, bitter fruits of the nimba tree of knowledge. Whereas those who enjoy mellows are like the cuckoos who eat the buds of the mango tree of love of Godhead. Omigana Timarandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Taksur Umalatam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanyamano Bishnam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Manchakalpa Turubyascha Kripa Sindhu Bayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivas Adi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from Govardhan. What a wonderful time of the year. It's a little bit cool, but the, the sun comes out. You can actually sit without, or I can sit without a shirt in the sun by 11 o'clock. It's very pleasant. And today was Sunday, and we're really developing a little ashram here. Um, I have Reed as my assistant and Jai Jagannath staying here. Today we had our first Sunday feast. <laughs> really great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so let's go over this kind of discussion between Ramananda Roy and Lord Chaitanya. You know, it began with the question to recite a verse describing the ultimate goal of life. And Lord Chaitanya just wanted like the pinnacle of the topmost spiritual consciousness. And, and he kept on asking questions until it got to this point where it described the highest love and highest absorption is exemplified by Radha and Krishna, where their hearts melt melt in devotion. But they're so absorbed in the object of their love, they become completely <laughs> self-unaware. <laughs> Which interesting, the highest self-realization is self-unaware. The highest self-realization is your love is so deep. You're not thinking about yourself at all. And uh, And then after that, a natural question came. Once you have the goal, then how do you attain it? And this is very elevated subject matter. And I think we've been discussing it progressively in an appropriate way. But I thought there's, there's, there's a, a mood and a method. 
And the mood, of, uh, how do you attain this, this highest consciousness? Highest consciousness is love and love manifests in relationship. So the highest consciousness is Sri Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhavato Mati. Mati means the mindset. Sri Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhavato in a Bhavato in a mood. Sri Krishna Bhakti Rasa of your relationship with Krishna. The highest meditation and absorption is in love. Tosmin Parma Prema Rup. And the highest form of love is the God. And love comes, the highest form of love is when you have a, 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 an intimate relationship. So on that, that highest platform of, of, of spontaneous love, the most important thing is the mood. That somehow or other by your practice, by the mercy of Guru and Krishna, by your reading of the Srimad Bhagavatam, by your reading of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, now my good friend Bori Prabhu is studying the Chaitanya Charitamrita. He just he's written commentaries on the Bhagavatam, and it's just so clear that when we become qualified, we do have a method of awakening our eternal relationship with Krishna. So there's the first important thing is the mood, and how do you get that mood? Well, the first thing is. <laughs> You have to, well, how do, you, how do you get that that mood? You hear from the Srimad Bhagavatam with a purified heart, or you become purified by hearing the Bhagavatam, as many as you were doing. If you really want to know how to progress in your spiritual life, associate with devotees and hear from them. It's the most important thing, like what we're doing here. So hearing and becoming purified and chanting in the process of devotional service, one's mood of devotion awakens. And just like a, a, a something that's out of focus, it gradually becomes focused. First becomes, the first image is my relationship is with Krishna. And I'd like to have devotion, like the residence of Vrindavan. And then the method is to absorb yourself in those thoughts, in, in hearing about Krishna and, and meditating on Krishna. And, and by reading the Bhagavatam, by reading the Chaitanya Charitamrita, by reading the books of the Goswamis, So this is kind of discussed and they can't get enough of each other because this is the greatest pleasure. The greatest pleasure is love. And to discuss and hear about that, matchita, matgata pranas, when your heart, matchita, matgata, your goal, pranas, your life, and you're exchanging your level of devotion is exactly equal to your commensurate to hear, is exactly commensurate with your desire to hear about Krishna. So there's so much relish in that. There's so much relish in that. Because when you hear about something that you aspire for, you begin to feel it. And if you aspire for love, for devotion, for your relationship with Krishna, you begin to feel it. And as the sages of Namasharanya said, when they're listening to the Bhagavatam, and they're comparing it to the previous thousand year sacrifice they were doing. 
Yatrinvatam, I quote this verse many times. I know some people learn different verses. Yatrinvatam, rasa gana. When hearing about this rasa gana, hearing about this knowledge of our, our relationship with Krishna. It never becomes tired of it. Comparing it to becoming tired of the sacrifice. Love is the only thing that you never become tired of. What to speak of universal love, which is love of God. You never become tired of it because you're not doing it for anything else. The pleasure is in the activity and the activity is the goal. So in the two vitriptatma uttama shloka vartate yet shrinvatam rasaganam, when you hear that swadu swadu at every step it's relishable. What to speak of the discussions between Ramananda Roy who is the shaka, whose shaka manifests in Gorlila and Lord Chaitanya, who is Krishna combined with Srimati Radharani. Even the beginning scene when somehow Lord Chaitanya's no proper direction going this way and that way. And he comes to Kadavari River and, and, and immediately he thinks of, of the Jamuna River and he looks around and he's the forest of Vrindavan and he goes, what India must have been like before industrialization and everything was polluted. Even when I initially came to Vrindavan and the Jamuna River was flowing and clear, you could dive in off the cliffs. So what it was like, this, this beautiful clear river and Lord Chaitanya, somehow he swims to the other side and he bathes. How refreshed he must be, how free. He has attachment to Krishna. And he's a sannyasi, he's completely renounced. And he's experiencing love of Godhead. And he's just without any care. He's just walking around India, has no obligations, has no duties. And in a way we can all have it if we, 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 we're at that level. Yeah, I used to be able to just walk around India. Always in that high consciousness. We need mercy in the Kali Yuga. I mean, it's so clear we need mercy. Manda Sumanda. Mandabhaga Upadruta. People are always disturbed, always distracted. Everything is trying to bring our consciousness from where it will get happiness, which is our connection with God. And it's so many competing distractions, industries, advertising, knowing our minds. They got us and me too on these little stupid phones, these windows to the material world. So much distraction. And therefore, in one sense, <laughs> this, is, this is the advantage of where we are. We are so fallen. Devotion in the form of kirtan, Sri Bhakti Sandarbha introduction, is unlimitedly merciful 
to those who are devoid of a sense of false prestige. And boy, oh boy, does Kali Yuga have a way of reducing your prestige. It gets every single person. If it doesn't get them with health, it gets them with reputation. If it doesn't get them, what? What? Whoop. Right here. Okay. Right there. Oh, it's gone out. Did it go out? Yeah. It went out? Yeah. Okay. We keep this place spotlessly clean, but it was a mouse. It was a mouse. Um, it kind of distracted my. What? He's listening to Qatar. What's that? The mouse was listening to your Qatar. <laughs> that, that, that's about what I attract by my potency. Well, but I'm trying to remember where, where I was going. Let's just let me be quiet for a second. Um, what was my last thought? You're just talking about prestige. Yeah, the, the Kali Yuga. That's the advantage. It's meant to make us humble. And humility, humility, humility. St. Augustine, when he was asked, what's the secret to spiritual life? He said three things, humility, humility, humility. Because if we're talking as love is the goal, love cannot be experienced without humility. And humility, is first experienced in terms of mercy. And mercy cannot be felt in a consciousness of entitlement. It can only be felt in a consciousness of humility. Uh, anyway, I was describing when they met each other, what was it like? How, how attractive it must have been for Ramananda Roy to look just right next to him, bathing down 10 feet away and seeing the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What to speak of having this eternal relationship, but what it must be like to see Lord Chaitanya and what he was feeling. Um, anyway, Then they, they couldn't get enough of each other and they started to meet again. And Lord Chaitanya just started to ask him so many questions and the answer always was the same. It was always Radha Krishna, Radha Krishna. Who's the best capitalist? One who has Radha Krishna. What's the best education? One who has Radha Krishna. And then it described what, it, and the last question was, and this is what we're getting right now, what is the destination? What is, what is the what is the destination in personal realization? And Ramananda Roy said, "You become like a tree. <laughs> you become like a tree. You become completely unconscious." And and now he he's saying, "There's no taste in that. There's no taste in impersonal liberation." It's for mukta manidas. It's your thinking you're liberated. You're not actually liberated. You're thinking you're liberated. And what's the taste? 
If everything is one, there's no relationship. Everything is one means there's no love. There's no love. I was reading Manasiksha. Ermala Devi put together commentaries of Bhaktivinoda Thakur and, and some of my god brothers. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur was, was, was talking about impersonal liberation. It says like a, a prisoner solving the pain of prison by hanging himself in his cell. <laughs> That's how Bhaktivinoda Thakur described it, personal liberation. Like a prisoner in prison, solving the problem of the prison by hanging himself. <laughs> no prison. So in personal life, and I, I was thinking, I was even thinking of writing perhaps a Monday morning, a Monday morning greetings about impersonalism. And, and, and how that concept of the ultimate reality or that concept of God is so dissatisfying intellectually, so dissatisfying because everything's coming from God and then you make God less than yourself. We always feel that per personality and love is the highest. You make God without that. You make God amorphous. You make God can't speak. God can't think. God can't love. All with the faulty logic of applying the logic of this material world to the absolute. Because in this material world, if something comes from something, that thing becomes less. And therefore, nothing can come from God. Then God becomes less, but God can't be less without understanding that the very nature of God means inconceivable potency. He can have the best of both worlds. He can be pervading everything and transcendental to everything with, as Prabhupada beautifully said, without the defect of impersonality. I told you my, my experience, I, I was, uh, had a philosophy class and somehow they came to the definition of God. That being of which no greater can be conceived. And then my friend who had, my roommate who had blooped from school and met the devotees and dodged the draft and now is coming back to the draft board to apply as a conscientious objector and he visited me and he brought me a Krishna book and I'm reading it and I'm reading the prayers to the demigods and I'm seeing Krishna's God he's pervading everything and it's all the descriptions of the absolute and how he's imminent in this world and beyond this world and so powerful and in every atom and pervading everything he's omnipotent he's omniscient And he has a father and he has a mother and he has lovers and he has friends. And then the light bulb went off into my, my, my head and said, yes, this must be God. Because I can't think of anything greater than a personality, than an all powerful being who's Krishna, who's enjoying rasa, who's playing with his friends. You tell me God is just an amorphous mass. I can think of something better than that. An amorphous mass who can have rasa, who can have exchange, who can experience the Ladini Shakti in full, love of Godhead to its height, which is Mahabhav, which is embodied in Srimati Radharani and her qualities. So he's saying here, 
those who are devoid of transcendental mellows, arasagya, not rasagya, not one who knows rasa, but arasagya, one who knows, they're like the kaka, the crows, kushe, who suck the nim, nimba folly, the bitter nimba fruit of gan, of analysis. The bitter fruit of just analysis, a rasa gya, those who do not have rasa. But rasa gya, those who have knowledge that there's relationship and there's beings and we're related to God, then kokila, they're like the cuckoos who kaya eat, prema. Amra mukele, the amra, the, the mango, the mukele, the buds of the mango of praying, as opposed to the nimba folly, the fruit of nimba. And uh, just as I mentioned this name, Rasigya, she used to, she was one of the original people who used to listen to my classes, unfortunately passed away. Um, and it's a great, great misfortune. Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of close with her and, and she actually was close with Mahamuni and, and Seva Priya. She gave Seva Priya her Radha Krishna Didi. She was such incredibly cool, wonderful, loving devotee, God sister, who was the first who is the first, thank you, Henry, who is the first and best actress in Iskand who Prabhupada appreciated. What a wonderful sight. I mean, just reading that, Rasagya, I feel separation. Really a, a tremendous loss. Abhagya Jnani Ashwade Shuksha Jnan Krishna Premamrita Pani Kore Bhagavan. Ramananda Roy concluded the unfortunate empiric philosophers taste the dry process of philosophical knowledge where the devotees regularly drink the nectar of love of Krishna. Therefore, they are the most fortunate of all. Abhagya, unfortunate. Who? Jnani, the philosophical speculators. Why? Ashvade, Ashvadaye, they taste shuk, shushka gyan, dry gyan. Dry because gyan, analysis, you're not the body. It just annihilates all personality, all your emotions. There's no, the higher thing is Krishna Premamrita, the nectar of the love of Krishna, drinking, they are Bhagyavan, not a Bhagya, not unfortunate, they're Bhagyavan. They're drinking the nectar of these relationships with Krishna. A mata dui jan Krishna kata rase nitya gita rodane hoila ratrish sheshe. In this way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy pass the whole night relishing the mellows of Krishna kata, topics about Krishna. While they were chanting, dancing, and crying, the night ended. So it continues the whole night because you don't want it to end. This is real pleasure. This is not something that, something that you're just attracted to. It's not something that you're just attracted to. 
It's something that you're just attracted to that's the ultimate pleasure and happiness. So they don't sleep. We do a codice. Why do we do a codice? We reduce our bodily needs, maybe, and increase our chanting. We do it because we're just we're just following the great souls. They give up eating because they're not even thinking about it. They have a higher taste. Vishya vinivartante, vishya vinivartante nirahara siddhena vaso rajavasogi. Param drishva nabartate. It's param drishva. It's a supreme taste. Emati dui jana Krishna kata rase. And because of that Krishna kata rase, it's giving him so much relish that. Nitya, dancing, Gita, singing, Rodhane, crying, Ratre Shesha, till the end of night. Donhe Nija Nija Karye, Kaliya Vihane, Sandhya Kali, Raha Ashe, Milala Aredine. The next morning, they both departed to perform their respective duties. But in the evening, Ramananda Roy returned to meet the Lord again. Ishta Goshti Krishna Kata Kohi Kota Shana Prabhu Pati Dhari Roy Kare Nivedana. That evening, after discussing the topics of Krishna for some time, Ramananda Roy caught hold of the feet of the Lord and spoke as follows. Krishna tattva radha tattva prema tattva sar rasa tattva lila tattva vividha prakar. There are so many different truths. Tattva means truth. There's Krishna tattva, there's Radha tattva, there's Prema tattva, there's Rasa tattva, there's Lila tattva. Vibhadabhaka, there's so many different tattvas. Eta tattva mori chitte koyila pakasane, Brahma ke vedayena padhailan. You have manifested all these transcendental truths in my heart. This is exactly the way Narayan educated Lord Brahma. So Eta Tattva, all these Tattvas, Morachite, my heart, Koila, you did, Prakashana, you manifested in my heart. And therefore, when you ask those questions, that which you manifested in my heart, I can share with you. I can share with you exactly how Lord Brahma was, how Lord Brahma was enlightened. Tena Brahma Hidaya Adi Kabeye. Lord Brahma was enlightened. Esham satatayuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhiyogam tvam The one who is worshiping, I give them the knowledge, I manifest in their hearts. We use our intelligence, but our intelligence doesn't bring us to the highest truth. It's the service of Krishna with our intelligence that brings us to the highest truth. Antiyami Ishvarere Eritihoye Bahire na kohi vastu pakase Ridaye. Ramananda Roy continued. 
The super soul within everyone's heart speaks not externally, but from within. He instructs the devotees in all respects, and that is his way of instruction. So when you chant the Gayatri mantras, there's this term, prachodiyat, um, enliven me. It, it's kind of, I don't know what, it, it's, it, it, enliven me, inspire me. It's Ramananda Roy saying the super soul, sarvasya chaham hiti sani vishto, Matasmitir ganam apoanam cha. I'm situated in everyone's heart. And for me comes remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge. Pachodiyat. And then Ramananda Roy quotes from the Bhagavatam, which explains this principle. Jadmad yasya yaton vayad itaratas tartesh bibigya sarat tena brahma hityati adi kavaye muyanti yad suriyaha tejo vari madam yata benemayo yatati sargam rasha damna swena sadha narastakuhakam satyaparam dimahi. Tena imparted Brahma the absolute truth. Hidha through the heart, Ya of who? Adi Kaveh, who, who unto Lord Brahma. He manifested to Ramananda Roy said, I explained all these things, but you manifested these in my heart. Just like Krishna did or Lord Narayan did at the beginning of creation. And he quotes the verse here, Tene Brahma Hidyadi Oh my Lord, Sri Krishna, son of Vasudeva, O all pervading personality of Godhead, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you. I meditate upon Lord Sri Krishna because he is the absolute truth and the primeval cause of all causes of the creation sustenance and destruction of the manifested universes. He is directly and indirectly conscious of all manifestations and he is independent because there is no other cause beyond him. It is he only who first imparted the Vedic knowledge into the heart of Lord Brahmaji, the original living being. By him, the great sages and demigods are placed into illusion as one is bewildered by the illusory representations of what is seen in fire or land seen on water. Only because of him do the material universes temporarily manifested by the reactions of the three modes of nature appear factual, although they are unreal. I therefore meditate upon him, Lord Sri Krishna, who is eternally existent in the transcendental abode, which is forever free from the illusory representations of the material world. I meditate upon him, for he is the absolute truth. Eka samshaya mora achaye vidaye, kripa kari kaha mora tahara nishaye. Ramananda Roy then said that he had but one doubt within his heart and he petitioned the Lord, please be merciful upon me and just remove my doubt. Now this is really interesting because on the basis of what he's gonna ask, and I don't think Lord Chaitanya does this to anybody else, he manifests that he's actually Radha Krishna. So Pahila Dekilun Tomara Sanyasi Sarup, this is his question. Ebe toma deki munashama goparu. Ramananda Roy then told Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, at first I saw you appear as a sannyasi. And then, but now I am seeing you as Shama Sundar, the cowherd boy. 
in the beginning, Dekilan, I saw Tomara Sanyasi Sarup. In the beginning, I saw Sanyasi Sarup. Ebe, now, Tomayu, Deki, I see Shama Goparup. Tomara Sumuke, Deki, Konchina, Pachalika, Tane Gora, Kantye, Tomara Saga, I now see you appearing like a golden doll and your entire body appears covered by a golden luster. Tahate prakati dekhon se vamsi vadana nana bhave chanchala tahi kamalana I see that you're holding a flute to your mouth. Your lotus eyes are moving restlessly due to various ecstasies. I actually see you in this way. This is very wonderful. My Lord, please tell me without duplicity what is causing this. So he's seeing Lord Chaitanya and then he's seeing Krishna and he's seeing Lord Chaitanya and he's seeing Krishna within Lord Chaitanya and he's saying, tell me straight, what is happening? Is this real? Am I crazy? What is happening here? Prabhu Kahe. Krishna Tomara Gara Premohoi Premara Swabhav E Janiya Nishjai. Lord Chaitanya replied, what is happening? You have deep love for Krishna. And one who has such deep ecstatic love for the Lord naturally sees things in such a way. Please take this for me to be certain. No. Just like Lord Chaitanya's guru, Ishwar Puri told him, no, you're not a madman. This is the goal of life, to cry for Krishna. So he's saying, no, you're not seeing an illusion. This is... you. You're having deeper vision. Remember that our vision is not just based upon the senses. It's based upon our attitude and our focus and the ability of our attitude to inspire another to reveal himself. So it's the same thing with, with God. No, you're seeing this because of your deep love. I'm trusting myself to you. Mahabhagavateki stavara jangama tahan tahan hoye tanre shri krishna svaran. A devotee advanced on the spiritual platform sees everything movable and Inert is the Supreme Lord. Him, everything he sees here and there is but a manifestation of Krishna. Because nothing is outside of God. And that's what it means to be free from illusion. That you actually see what's there. So what's there is God's energy. And it's pervading everybody. Nothing is outside of God. The Mahabhagavat, the advanced devotee, certainly sees everything mobile and immobile, but he does not exactly see their forms. Rather, everywhere he immediately sees manifest the form of the Supreme Lord. Right? I think the German philosopher Hegel, where there is no circumference, the center is everywhere. So Krishna is everywhere, but he could also manifest everywhere. And therefore, devotee with love, premanjana charita bhakti velochanena santa sadaivahidhyeshu. One who has love, he actually sees Krishna. As soon as a devotee sees something, be it movable or inert, he immediately remembers Krishna. The advanced devotees advanced in knowledge. This knowledge is very natural to a devotee. He has already read in the Bhagavad Gita how to awaken Krishna consciousness. 
According to Lord Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita 7-8, rasaham apsukonteya prabhasmi shashi shurya pranabhasarvavedeshu shabde ke purasham nishu. O son of Kunti, I am the taste of water, the light of the sun and the moon, the syllable Om and the Vedic mantra. I am the sound and ether and ability man. I'm pervaded everywhere. Everything is in me, but I am not in them. In the sense, I don't become impersonal. Everything is within me and I am within everything, which is God's inconceivable potency. So within everything is everything also. Thus when a devotee drinks water, any liquid, he immediately remembers Krishna. For a devotee, there's no difficulty in awakening Krishna consciousness 24 hours a day. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore says, Stavara Jangama Deki Na Deki Tara Murti Sarvatra Hoya Nija Ishta Deva Spurti. A saintly person, an advanced devotee, sees Krishna 24 hours a day and nothing else. As far as movable and inert things are concerned, a devotee sees them all as transformations of Krishna's energy, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita. Bumir apo nalovayu kamano buddha evacha hankara ityame vina prakrita ashtida earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence, and false ego. Altogether, these eight constitute my separated material energies. Actually, nothing is separate from Krishna. When a devotee sees a tree, he knows the tree is a combination of two energies, material and spiritual. The inferior energy, which is material, forms the body of the tree. However, within the tree is the spiritual spark the living entity, which is part and parcel of Krishna. This is the superior energy of Krishna within this world. Whatever living, living thing we see is simply a combination of these two energies. When an advanced devotee thinks of these energies, he immediately understands they are a manifestation of the Supreme Lord. As soon as we see the sun rise in the morning, we arise and set about doing our morning duties. Similarly, as soon as the devotee sees the energy of the Lord, he immediately remembers Lord Krishna. This is explained in this verse, Sarvatra Hoya Nidra Ishta Deva Spurti. A devotee who has purified his existence through devotional service sees only Krishna every step of life. This is explained in the next verse, which is a quotation from Srimad Bhagavatam. Okay, I think for today we, we stop here. Um, combination of little tired, but also coming to a good conclusion. Jamuna Jaya, where are you? Okay. Parallel Maharaj, here I am. Thank you so much for class, Maharaj. Um, so many, so many good points. I um, I love, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like I'm hearing things I've heard a bunch of times, but they're finally a little tiny bit sinking in, but you're saying about um, when we use our intelligence in our devotional service, that's when we get our goals. So oftentimes it's like, we're using our intelligence for the wrong thing. And so I love that comment. And then I also loved right there at the end when you were saying how an advanced devotee really sees the world. I should know this, but they see everything as Krishna. They see that the material is the, is the outer, but they're seeing within. And that's just such a powerful reminder that the, the gunas are the outer shell, but the spark of Krishna is, is the within, the animating everything. So thank you, Maharaj. That's nice. You're at Yoga Maya? Yes, Maharaj. You, you teach now within what, 15, 10 minutes? Uh, yeah, 10 minutes. I teach at nine and then again at 11. How many people come to the class? Um, so the nine o'clock, quite a few people come. Um, there's usually about 10 people in the room. And at the same time, uh, there's a camera on me. So there's people on Zoom. So it's usually eight to 10 there. So it's 20 people. 
The 11 o'clock is in, I'm in the small room. The 11 o'clock is a beginner's class. So that's smaller. That's only like eight to 10 people regularly. What's nice there is because it was set up right after the pandemic. Yeah. It's probably one of the studios that's the most technologically advanced, right? It, it, it's organized right within the studio to to video it, right? You don't have to yeah. set up a phone. What do yeah. they have? Cameras in the up up on the walls and things. Yeah, you know, she has a one single camera. It's a really good camera. It's a, it's on a we have it on a stand, and it's pointed, and you can't see the whole room, but you can see me when I'm at the front of the room in the first row, and then it's connected to um, a laptop. And I have a, I wear a microphone um, so that they can hear. And when um, there have been a few glitches, but most of the time the microphone is they can hear me just as clear as day. And then I have a, I can look at the students online through the laptop. So I can look at the room and then I can turn and look at the students online. So they just don't feel like they're out there in the middle of the space, which what I really like, it's not just them watching me or the class. It's like a new system, right? And it it, yeah. it makes business more lucrative too, right? Because more people can attend, right? Yeah, yeah. Because there's some days there's more people online than there is in person because people moved away during the pandemic. So they want to stay connected to Yoga Maya. So we, uh, the way Bryn has it set up, they can still, they live in Ohio. Um, there's people in, in London tuning in. So they stay connected. So it's, even though it's, it's doing quite well. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are some classes that aren't doing as well, but for the most part, people are really coming, especially the weekends, people are really coming back in, which is really good. As you start having the kirtans there again, huh? Yeah, yes, Maharaj. Oh, please do, please do. You've got that great big room. That'd be awesome. <laughs> when you come back, you must. Uh, it's up to Bryn what she wants right now, but... I should explain to the people that Jamuna Jaya became a devotee in the yoga teacher training program yep. of Yoga Maya about what, eight, 10 years ago? Uh, 10 years ago now, Maharaj, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. And I taught the bhakti section. Yep. Yep. And it was really, it was really powerful at that time. And there's a, there's a beautiful picture of all the students that were graduating in their white yes. clothes throwing flowers. And Cybel devotee, Patrick Franco became a devotee. Yeah. Um, Lisa Bermudis became a devotee. Joy. Joy became a devotee. Yeah, so nice. It was quite a... Sometimes in Krishna consciousness, in the preaching, you find veins, like in mining, you know, the, so it, was, it was a real vein. And it really, at that time, Bhakti Center wasn't going. Yeah. Nothing happened at Bhakti Center. So it was actually the center of Bhakti in New York City. We were yeah. having incredible, incredible kirtan programs and seminars there and, uh, so Bryn did something quite wonderful. Give her my regards. I Go will, Maharaj. She'll be here in about an hour. Yeah, she teaches right after me today. Tell her every Sunday Maharaj speaks to me in, in Yoga Maya when he's very happy how successful it became. Okay? Good, I will. I will. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if you could um, elaborate on that line when you were saying that, you know, Krishna is in everything, but not Krishna. Krishna's everything is in Krishna, but Krishna is not in everything, which means that he's not impersonal. To say that he's not in everything means that he's not impersonal. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is, I'll try to explain it again, is, you know, Bhagavad Gita said, Krishna is pervading everything. Nothing's outside of Krishna. That's also in the famous verse that you memorized, Vedanta, no, you memorize the next one. Vedanta tat tat vidas tat adrayam. It's consciousness 
which is non-dual. So it means everything, but it means he doesn't lose his personality. So therefore Krishna says, but I'm not, I'm not there in one sense, you know, in the sense that I haven't lost my personality. So then when I was thinking, I had a, a thought that if everything is Krishna and Krishna is everywhere, then within everything is Krishna. Mm -hmm. Again, I was like being a little philosophically creative and you caught me. Uh, okay. Anybody else? <laughs> Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Hemalatarada from Argentina. Oh, Argentina. Okay. Um, yes, Maharaj, we will see you soon, hopefully. Did you get my message about the... Um, yes, Maharaj, I saw, it, I saw it this morning. I have to reply to your message because I saw it right before class. Yeah, no, that's Thank okay. you yeah. so much. Right. So I think you have a great schedule now. And either after my retreat, you can, you can decide then if I want to stay a few more days or go. But, you know, to Vrindavan. And then when you come back from Mayapur, you can go directly. And that Vikram, who was assisting me, he, uh, you know, is one of the main people of that festival. So according to, you know, he'll get you some comfortable room. But the Madhava, everyone will be there. The, the greats will be there doing kirtan. So that'll be Fantastic, fun Maharaj. Thanks so much for letting us know about that. Thank you okay, so much. Beautiful class, Maharaj. Thank you. Amala. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Thank you for class. Uh, what's the temperature there in your house there? In the house, it's about maybe 60, but it's like 27 outside and snowing. Oh, 60. Okay. You, you raised the temperature five degrees. Yeah, I think I'm going to turn it back down now. <laughs> Where is um, Harini? Uh, she left, she went back to France last weekend. Is she coming to India? I think so. We're going to talk about that today. You get okay. that worked out. This week, it's a yes. So, okay. All right. I will reach out to you when it's a definite okay. either way. Okay. Let us know. Okay. Hi, Bo. Well, hi, Bo. Thank you, Maharaj. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Guru Krishna Maharaj. Maharaj. Both here. Thank you, Shari Radha. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Yeah. Good. We'll see everyone soon. Anybody Hare else? Krishna Maharaj. Well, who's that, Betty? Yeah. Bhakti Baby. Baby. <laughs> yes. Hare Bo. Maharaj, I just, at? I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, I'm trying beautiful. to I'm trying to finish up my apartment to get it ready for the holidays. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to let you know, I um, first of all, you know, the whole the whole idea of association and listening to um, to Kata every day. I mean, it it is really so important. And actually, I'm really quite addicted to it and find that I'm happiest when I'm in association with all of all of you guys. Um, and for the first time on Thursday, I got to know of Indrayumna Maharaj, yeah. who did a unbelievable kirtan that I watched on YouTube uh, live. And it just, it filled me with so much love and joy that for two days, and then Friday I went to the program actually, and he did another great kirtan and a great lecture. And um, I just had so much love and devotion in my, just overflowing from my heart. It was, it was amazing. So of course I had to go introduce myself to him. And, uh, and then Jal Kaylee tells me that he's the, uh, the Harrison Ford or the um, Indiana Jones <laughs> of the Sanyasi. So, so then I was like really intrigued. I'm like, all right, so I bought his first book of his diary. I have to read about this guy. But he wanted me to send his regards to you. <laughs> I told what him what you did you say favorite. to him? I was just telling him how he had filled my heart with love and joy. And he was so appreciative of my comment. And then I asked him if he would be in India in January. And I told him that I was going with you. And uh, He knew you so, were my disciple. Yes. Well, I told him that I was. So. Okay. 
And he, he, he sends his love to you. Okay. You'll, um, you'll, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Where has well, he been all my life? That's all I want to know. <laughs> it was fun. Great, great. Okay, hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Okay, Katalina, we'll see you. I'm coming May, March 12th. Oh, nice to have those, that news. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you for listening. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. It's Madhurya Radhika. I, um, I was listening to class and I just kept thinking, man, I'm very fallen, but it was, it was nice to listen. And also, you know, there are a lot of reminders. I, I think also what everyone was saying, Jamuna Jaya, of like things that we, we know, but it, it's good to, to hear and connect it a little bit deeper. And um, I did get your message and then I sent you a, a voice memo back, but I don't know if you- Well, you somehow or other, I don't know why your thing goes to archives. <laughs> I don't know why I don't get it directly. Well, it, everything is going really well on, on Fridays. And uh, Sri Rupa brings with her a feast after work. I don't know how she does it, but by, by the end of the does week. Does Ed come sometimes? Yeah, he's been coming most times. Um, That's this great, week. huh? It's a nice yeah. group for him, right? It's a really nice group. He really loves being there. He really loves Joel Kelly, so that helps also. Um, yeah. it, it's super sweet. So I, I'm glad we're doing it. And I'm super appreciative of everyone being there because, you know, I, 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 people, I need it. I think people need their church, you know. <laughs> they need Definitely. their place where they congregate with like-minded people. That's exactly. great. So we One can't more. wait for when you come come back to New York for us to to have some flower petals ready for you for, for your arrival on 2nd Avenue. Okay, Harry Bo. Harry Bo. Anybody else? Okay, I see Malati, Harry Bo. Harry Bo. Thank you for class. Thank you. And uh, Yavit Sundari and Sri Radhika, where are you? Thank you very much. Thanks for the class, Maharaj. Thank, thank you. you. Haribo, back in Kish. Yes, yes. in Kish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we are hoping that one day you can come, Maharaj. Yeah. <laughs> the weather is well, so nice. It, it looks closer than ever before in a way, but <laughs> uh, you really can't tell because, you know, I heard the they just get heavier and heavier. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, who knows? It's all up to Krishna. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Keep, Thank on, you. keep on praying for me to come. That that may yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anybody else? All right, Krishna Garaj is Govinda. Thank you for class and your causeless mercy. As always. And my, my what? Your causeless mercy. As always. <laughs> okay. Okay. We have such a nice program now here. We have we cook twice a day for my deities. Wow. And uh, yeah. Okay. Hi, Bo. Harry Ball. Hi, Bo. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you very much. The class was so saturated. I great thanks to you. Thank you. Okay, hi Bo. Donna Kaylee from Alaska. <laughs> hi Bo Maharaj, thank you for class. You skiing? I'm skiing. I'm back uh, in New England. Yep. Oh, what I wanted to say, one of the points that I appreciated about your class is um, you said love is the one thing we ne never get tired of. I thought that was a really sweet point. Wow, it's good up there for skiing now, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm at uh, Jiminy Peak, and uh, Raghunath told me some of his kids started working here. So I'll have to look out for them. Somebody's, it's near, it's near, it's in Massachusetts or Western New York? 
it's in uh, Western Medicine. Yeah, it's uh, 15 minutes from my house and about um, probably 30 minutes from Raghunath's house. You like skiing a lot? I do. Keeps me busy in the winter. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got you to gotta roll with the seasons and not get yep. depressed. You got to use the seasons. Yeah. Okay, Haribo. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Haribo. Okay, we're headed out now. Once you call for two, we start. I guess in the group.